Hi there, it's Tim from the KGOR Morning Show. Welcome to another podcast adventure. It's called Paranormal Boulevard. Cover everything paranormal and, of course, science fiction, things of that ilk. And we welcome Ted Poole to the program. He's with Crossroads Para Investigations. And, Ted, welcome back to the show. Have you had any memorable investigations since we last really spoke in 2012? Not really. We kind of wandered into a phase where we just uh, everybody was too busy. It happens to a lot of teams. You know, you just you just don't have a lot of leads anymore. They're kind of closing up on you. Uh, and then you lose that ability to kind of travel and check new places out. But uh, we're having, uh, for the first time in a long time, well, about five years, uh, we have an opportunity. We're in a couple of weeks. We're going to be going to Malvern, Iowa, to check out Malvern Manor. So that's some pretty exciting because that's a really big hot spot. Uh, lots of teams go there. Lots of teams get a lot of uh, experiences while they're there. I believe uh, Paranormal Lockdown's been there. I believe Ghost Adventures has been there. Um, you know, it, it is. It's it's a desirable place to go to and investigate. Ghost Adventures, they they split up. Nick and Zach broke up. Yeah. Do you know whatever happened yeah. there? I never have read what the deal was on that. Did Nick get tired of Zach's BS, or what was the deal on that? Uh, that's kind of what I thought. I don't ever remember exactly what caused Nick and Zach to break up, uh, but apparently Zach got Aaron in the divorce. So <laughs> it's the Zach show. Um, and so, you know, I can only imagine that at some point in time, he's going to, Nick's going to want or somebody's going to want to move off and do their own thing and kind of maybe investigate from a different perspective. Um, you know, he went off and did like paranormal lockdown, which is fairly similar, except for he goes in for 72 hours. It's just him and one other investigator. Well, that's completely different than an overnight lockdown then. <laughs> to the extreme. He's there with a woman, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exa exactly. So, you know, yeah. Let's go spend three days in a haunted house together. It looks like everybody kind of went went on hiatus uh, since the last show in 2012. A lot of people think that paranormal investigators, they come in and they demand money. And then that's why a lot of people think it's a ripoff. These people are volunteering to do this. This isn't like a money grab. Oh, yeah. This is just volunteer work. Yeah. So a lot of people don't understand that. These are people volunteering their time. They buy their own gear and they go in and do these investigations. Well, and that's exactly correct. I mean, that's, you know, you're going to get those unscrupulous teams out there. And I always say this, you know, it's easy to be a bad team and be on, you know, and and use it as a way to to alienate people and, and, and get money from them for this like unseen service you're doing them. Uh, but no team that's worth their salt is ever going to charge. Everybody does it as a volunteer, you know, and that's why a lot of teams do kind of go under is because you have people that, you know, they can't always get away to do these investigations. And any team, when they get a, a lead or something from from a uh, from a client, a prospective client, you know, they, they have to try to organize as fast as possible because these people, they do, they want to know answers. They, they're experiencing something they don't understand. There's still a, a stigma attached to people that have these experiences. So they're super gun shy when they start to look for people to help them. And then, of course, they run into a bad team, pushes them further uh, in the cynical kind of form. Uh, staying in the sci-fi vein, uh, the Orville, uh, Seth MacFarlane's yeah. new thing. What do you make of that? Uh, I'm really excited for it. Um, when I first saw the trailers for it, um, you know, the first thing you think of is Star Trek. Uh, the second thing I thought of was Galaxy Quest. Um, and now that I've seen two episodes into the season, you know, I'm even more excited because I think that it has the greatest parts of all those. It's funny. It's sci-fi. There's some action to it. You get to see all kinds of, uh, you get to see those characters and those people outside of what you normally do. And one of the greatest things about it is even though it's a future show, it's a Star Trek 
era type show, um, it's as if we were able to, if we were in Star Trek land right now, you know, there's, there's, you know, you get the guy that uh, wants his, he, all he wants is a soda while he's on the bridge, yeah. like piloting the ship. Right. You know, it's, a, it's normal problems that everybody can identify with, you know, they're going to a planet, they're wanting to say, they're scanning for all the normal things, but then they scan for strip clubs or bars. <laughs> right. And uh, going from the Orville to um, the Big Daddy that's this Sunday, Star Trek yeah. Discovery. So now here is something that has been cooking for years and years. They wanted to... The, the, the hilarious thing about this to me was they were going to release Star Trek Discovery, I believe it was last May. And yeah. they lost their own notes and they didn't realize contractually with each other that they could not release a Star Trek movie and a Star Trek series within six months of each other. So they almost had to sue themselves. So then Star <laughs> Trek Discovery got booted until this Sunday because of the movie that yeah. came out. That's hilarious. That's not a good start for CBS. It is, and, and you know, and this is, I think, as much as a Star Trek fan as I am, I still, th I still think this is a gamble. Um, the reboot with J.J. Abrams, you know, they went three in, and it was a, it's a decent, strong showing for each of the movies. Loved the direction they were going in, uh, even with the new stuff. Um, but you know, you have CBS rolling the dice on a primetime Star Trek show again. I'm more concerned now. The the first episode of Star Trek Discovery is going to be on CBS this Sunday night at 7.30, give or take, depending on how late the NFL game runs. So it'll be around that time. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you give your DVR ample time. But then you're not going to set your DVR anymore because after that, it's only going to be online on CBS All Access. And that's about five, right. six bucks a month. And you can get to, to CBS All Access if you're Roku, you're... Your Xbox, new Xbox One. Uh, Xbox One, <laughs> Xbox right. One X are coming out now. Yeah. Right, the X. I think CBS <laughs> is rolling the dice because the original Star Trek is 50 years old. That, that's putting these right. people in their 60s, you know, true fans when it first came out. And they're not going to be into streaming and they're not going to get CBS all access. No. You know, you know? I, think you, I think you're right. I think you're going to see a fall off with the older fans. They're going to feel a little alienated because they can't watch the show because they're not as technologically like forward as some of their... Uh, other family members or grandkids, whatnot. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot that, I mean, like you said, it's still up there as, as sci-fi franchises or empires that we've seen. Um, so I think that on that respect, it'll do okay. I just think that the, you have to give it some time. Um, for some reason, sci-fi TV shows, I think, are some of the hardest ones to get people to kind of bite on. I can afford $5 a month, but I don't know that I, I hate to say this, I don't know that I care that much. Well, a lot of it is going to be, too, how people are going to respond to it, because this show is going to be set a decade before Kirk and Spock and the Enterprise. So, you know, you're you're going to see a whole again, you're going to see a whole new cast of uh, Starfleet officers. It's not going to be the same exact Starfleet that everybody remembers from the next generation uh, Voyager DS9, you know, Enterprise when it was back with the Mako Force and. It was just Earth as its own thing. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to see new captains. We're going to see new people. Um, you know, you can kind of see I'm looking through like the cast list and and kind of getting an idea of what we're going to be seeing in episodes. And I see we got uh, Rain Wilson's playing Harry Mudd for yeah, nine episodes. I saw that. So you already know you're going to see some Harry Mudd stuff. Right. That means the uh, green women will uh, make a return. <laughs> the Orion slave girls that were right. <laughs> Captain Kirk's favorite. Right. But yeah, so I think it's going to end on uh, how strong of a showing it's going to be with with its premiere. 
I really am excited. Uh, movie quality from what I've seen as far as the trailers go. Um, you know, Jason Isaacs is going to be a big powerhouse, I hope. Uh, sounds like he's bringing an American accent to his captain. So we're going to see, you know, maybe something in that vein. And, it, and it's fun. I mean, it, I, I don't know. I mean, the Klingons are going with, uh, I think, more of the J.J. Abrams-inspired Klingons. So it's funny because, you know, depending on which show you watch, there's always going to be a Klingon joke in there about why they look different from the other shows. So we'll see kind of how <laughs> things start to happen here. Yeah, there's all kinds of it. All right, Ted. Well, it's been a pleasure, and uh, we certainly will be able to knock out some more episodes on a semi-regular basis now that, we, uh, that my daughter went from uh, being born to now she's four. And she's uh, not far off from actually being on some of the episodes because she, she loves, <laughs> unlike my son, he, he's not really into the microphone and talking, but she is. She's like, give me the mic and she's ready to go. So you're Absolutely. heading out with Keith and you guys are uh, investigating what again? Malvern Manor in Malvern, Iowa. So maybe we can set up a, like a Facebook Live or do a little something when we get there uh, at that night. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, I'd love to check in with you when you guys are there. We could uh, we could hook that up. Ted, thank oh, you sure. very much. Uh, it's Ted Poole. Next time we'll have uh, another exciting episode of Paranormal Boulevard. See you next time.